Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Johanna, and I will be your reader today. Today is Wednesday the 16th of March, and on the Hebrew calendar it is a very special day. It is the 13th of Adar. And today is called Ta'anit Esther, or the Fast of Esther. It is a special day of fasting from dawn until dusk. And, of course, Purim begins in the evening at dusk. This fast commemorates the three-day fasting observed by the Jewish people before Purim. If it falls on a Shabbat, it is moved to the preceding Thursday. As this fast is not one of the four public fasts ordained by the prophets, the laws concerning its observance are more lenient. Well, today in history, Haman's evil plan was put into action. Esther 3.13, letters were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, both young and old, women and children, in one day the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month Adar, and to seize their possessions as plunder. Also, the Jews are authorized to avenge their enemies, Esther 8, 12, and 13. A copy of the edict to be issued as law in each and every province was published to all the peoples, so that the Jews would be ready for this day to avenge themselves on their enemies. This week, our Torah portion is called Tzav, which means command, and today's reading from the Torah will be ex- excuse me, Leviticus 8, 1 through 13. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and of the two rams, and the basket of matzah, and assemble all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting. So Moshe did as the Lord commanded him, and the congregation was assembled at the door of the tent of meeting. Moshe said to the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded to be done. Then Moshe brought Aharon and his sons and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, tied the sash on him, clothed him with the robe, put the ephod on him, and he tied the skillfully woven band of the ephod on him and fastened it to him with it. Then he placed the breastplate on him, and he put the urim and the tumim in the breastplate. And he set the turban on his head, and he set the golden plate, the holy crown, on the front of the turban, as the Lord commanded Moshe. Moshe took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and sanctified them. He sprinkled it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its vessels and the basin and its base 
to sanctify them. And he poured some of the anointing oil on Aharon's head and anointed him to sanctify him. Moshe brought Aaron's sons and clothed them with tunics and tied sashes on them and put headbands on them as the Lord commanded Moshe. That was Leviticus 8, 1 through 13. Now, because today is the fast of Esther, there are some special readings that are added. And so the first one is Exodus 32, 11 through 14. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Avraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. That was Exodus 32, 11 through 14. And the next reading that is um, added for the special fast day is Exodus 32, 1, excuse me, 34, 1 through 10. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first. Then Moshe rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him and took in his hand two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, Lord, Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children on the third and the fourth generation. Moshe hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped, and he said, If I now have found favor in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go along in our midst, Even though this is a stiff-necked people, pardon our iniquity and our sin. He said, Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvels, such as have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among you shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you.
That was Exodus 34, 1 through 10. And I think um, it is pretty clear to see why those passages would be read on a fast day when we are praying and asking God for his mercy to save his people. Well, today our portion from the prophets is Isaiah chapter 10. Woe to those who decree unrighteous decrees, and to the writers who write oppressive decrees, to deprive the needy from justice, and to rob the poor among my people of their rights, that widows may be their plunder, and that they may make the fatherless their prey. What will you do in the day of visitation, and in the desolation which will come from afar? To whom will you flee for help, and where will you leave your wealth? They will only bow down under the prisoners, and will fall under the slain. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger, the staff in whose hand is my indignation. I will send him against a profane nation, and against the people who anger me. I will give him a command to take the plunder and to take the prey, and to tread them down like the mire of the streets. However, he does not mean so, neither does his heart think so. But it is in his heart to destroy and to cut off not a few nations. For he says, Are not all of my princes kings? Is not Kalnon like Karchemish? Is not Hamat like Arpad? Is not Samaria like Damascus? As my hand has found the kingdoms of the idols, whose engraved images exceeded those of Jerusalem and of Samaria, shall I not, as I have done to Samaria and her idols, so do to Jerusalem and her idols? Therefore it will happen that when the Lord has performed his whole work on Mount Sion and on Jerusalem, I will punish the fruit of the willful proud heart of the king of Assyria, and the insolence of his arrogant looks, for he has said, By the strength of my hand I have done it, and by my wisdom, for I have understanding. I have removed the boundaries of the peoples, and have robbed their treasures, like a valiant man I have brought down their rulers. My hand has found the riches of the peoples like a nest, and like one gathers eggs that are abandoned, I have gathered all the earth. There was no one who moved their wing, or that opened their mouth, or chirped. Should an axe boast against him who chops with it? Should a saw exalt itself above him who saws with it, as if a rod should lift those who lift it up, or as if a staff should lift up someone who is not wood? Therefore the Lord, the Lord of hosts, will send among his fat ones leanness, and under his glory a burning will be kindled like the burning of fire. The light of Israel will be for a fire, and his holy one for a flame, and it will burn and devour his thorns and his briars in one day. He will consume the glory of his forest and of his fruitful field, both soul and body. It will be as when a standard-bearer faints. The remnant of the trees of his forest shall be few, so that a child could write their number."
It will come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and those who have escaped from the house of Yaakov will no more again lean on him who struck them, but shall lean on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. A remnant will return, even the remnant of Yaakov, to the mighty God. For though your people Israel are like the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. Destruction is decreed, overflowing with justice. For the Lord God of hosts will make a full end, and that determined throughout all the earth. Therefore thus says the Lord God of hosts, My people who dwell in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrian, though he strike you with the rod and lift up his staff against you as Egypt did. For yet a very little while, and the indignation against you will be accomplished, and my anger will be directed to his destruction. The Lord of hosts will stir up a scourge against him, as in the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oev. His rod will be over the sea, and he will lift it up like he did against Egypt. It will happen in that day that his burden will depart from off your shoulder, and his yoke from off your neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing oil. He has come to Ayat, he has passed through Migron, at Michmash he, store his, he stores his baggage. They have gone over the pass, they have taken up the lodging at Geva. Rama trembles, Givat Shaul has fled. Cry aloud with your voice, O daughter of Galim. Listen, Laisha, you poor Anatot. Madmena is a fugitive. The inhabitants of Givim flee for safety. This very day he will halt at Nov. He shakes his hand at the mountain of the daughter of Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, the Lord God of hosts will lop the bows with terror. The tall will be cut down and the lofty will be brought low. He will cut down the thickets of the forest with iron, and Lebanon will fall by the Mighty One. That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapter 10. Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 148. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens! Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His army. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you heavens of heavens. You waters that are above the heavens, let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He has established them forever and ever. He has made a decree which will not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind, fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all livestock, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and the heavens. 
He has lifted up the horn of his people, the praise of all his pious ones, even of the sons of Israel, a people near to him. Hallelujah. That was Psalm 148. Our portion today from the Apostles is Acts 15. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brothers, Unless you are circumcised after the custom of Moshe, you cannot be saved. Therefore when Shaul and Barnava had no small discord and discussion with them, they appointed Shaul and Barnava and some others of them to go up to Jerusalem to the emissaries and elders about this question. They, being sent on their way by the assembly, passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. They caused great joy to all the brothers. And when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the assembly and the emissaries and the elders, and they reported everything that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them, and to command them to keep the Torah of Moshe. And the emissaries and elders were gathered together to see about this matter. And when there had been much discussion, Kepha rose up and said to them, Men, brothers, you know that a good while ago God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the nations should hear the word of the good news and believe. So God, who knows the heart, testified about them, giving them the Ruach HaKodesh just like he did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why do you tempt God, that you should put a yoke on the neck of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Yeshua, just as they are. Then all the multitude kept silence, and they listened to Barnava and Shaul, reporting what signs and wonders God had done among the nations through them. Now after they were silent, Yaakov answered, Brothers, listen to me. Shimon has reported how God first visited the nations to take them out, to take out of them a people for his name, and this agrees with the words of the prophets, just as it is written. After these things I will return, and I will again build the tabernacle of David which has fallen, and I will again build its ruins, and I will set it up, that the rest of the men may seek after the Lord. And all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. All of God's works are known to him from eternity. Therefore, my judgment is that we do not trouble those from among the Gentiles who turn to God, but that we write to them that they abstain from the pollution of idols, from sexual immorality, from what is strangled, and from blood. For Moshe from generations of old has in every city those who proclaim him, being read in synagogues every Shabbat. Then it pleased the emissaries and the elders with the whole assembly, to choose men of their company and send them to Antioch with Shaul and Barnava. Yehuda called Barsaba and Sila, 
chief men among the brothers. They wrote these things by their hand. The emissaries, the elders, and the brothers, to the brothers who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings. Because we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls, saying, You must be circumcised and keep the Torah. To whom we gave no commandment, it seemed good to us, having come to one accord, to send men being chosen to you, with our beloved Barnaba and Shaul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord, Yeshua the Mashiach. We have therefore sent Yehuda and Sila, who themselves will also tell you the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Ruach HaKodesh and to us to lay no greater burden on you than these necessary things, that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality, from which, if you keep yourselves, it will be well with you. Shalom. So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and having gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced over the encouragement, and Judah and Sila, themselves being prophets also, encouraged the brothers with many words and strengthened them. After they had spent some time there, they were sent back with greetings from the brothers to the emissaries. But Shaul and Barnaba stayed in Antioch, teaching and proclaiming the word of the Lord with many others also. Then after some days, Shaul said to Barnaba, Let us return now and visit our brothers in every city in which we proclaimed the word of the Lord to see how they are doing. But Barnaba planned to take Yohanan, who was called Mark, with them also. But Shaul did not think it was a good idea to take with them someone who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention grew so sharp that they separated from each other, and Barnava took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Shaul chose Sila and went out, being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the assemblies. That was Acts 15, and it concludes our readings for this episode. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, we'll do Revelation chapter 9 today also. Before I sign off, I want to bring up another couple of prayer requests so that all of you can stand with these special people and help them pray. This one is from Bethany. My prayer request is for my brother, Joe. I pray for his conversion and for the conversion of all people. I pray that he will experience the grace of God and turn his heart and life over to Jesus. I pray that he will be saved by the mighty blood of Jesus. I also pray that God will use me to feed his sheep and that I am able to discern his will. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. And then... The next one that I want to bring up today is, please pray for my dad, David. He and my mom were in a car accident just after Sukkot last year. He now is suffering with effects of that accident, a fracture in his face bones, swelling, and a lot of pain. 
It has been difficult finding a doctor who can treat him. Please pray that he will be given clear answers and that have a quick recovery as they are scheduled to visit Israel in April, and it would be nice to not be in pain during that. Ultimately, that he would know that his healing comes from the Lord in Yeshua's name. Thank you. From Elizabeth. All right, let's pray for these people and ask that God would visit them with healing for Bethany's brother, Joe, and for Elizabeth's father, David. All right, thank you so much. And um, I appreciate everyone who writes us to let us know that you are praying. And I just really think, um, I, I want to let everybody know, those of you who have sent in prayer requests, there are people praying, and um, you are not alone. We are praying. Many others all over the world are praying and lifting up your needs before the throne of God. So have be encouraged and have a blessed day. Um, if you want to send in a prayer request and you haven't, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. Well, I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, and I wish you a wonderful day and a Purim Sameach, a happy Purim. Thank you.